All right, what's up, everybody? Today, we're going to talk to Robert Sebastian. This dude is uh, one of the founders of Forward, which is uh, hopefully here to replace or at least make major fixes in the healthcare industry, which I think is important to a lot of folks, um, especially people that are uh, into training, right? Because the last thing you want is to train and to stay healthy only to have some sort of a problem where it wipes you out and you're totally, yeah, you're totally broke because of it. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what this has been doing. This has been going on since I think 2016 or 17. Here you can see name one of Time Magazine's best inventions in 2017. So they've had a chance to warm up and had a chance to do some of this stuff. And I'm curious to see uh, how it's evolved. I mean, I just watched a couple videos from this guy interviews and uh he's got his stuff together seems to anyway i mean i believed it <laughs> but that's part of it right is uh you know I, even i have insurance now right like i have a full-time job and it comes with insurance it's probably not the best way to go about it but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how forward changes that you know i've been looking on their their website and so what they have is no initiation fee so it's a buck 50 a month you get unlimited appointments uh, biometric monitoring, gen genetic risk analysis, and a bunch of other stuff, uh, you know, for that buck 50. So I think what this is more or less about is using technology to our advantage and trying to make sure everything is connected. And maybe I'm wrong. So we're going to find out. All right. What's up, man? Hey. Good to meet you, man. I just watched some interviews with you. Uh, super impressed by a lot of things. One is just your take on projects. Um, is it going to help you know, humanity, is it going to do, you know, all these things really like you want to do these big things. And clearly this is one of the big ones, right? Because I feel like a lot of people, they're always shitting on healthcare, especially young people, like, and, and, un, and undeservedly so, right? Because it's terrifying. Uh, is there, even with insurance, there's times where if there's one thing that goes wrong, I feel like financially, it's like a huge windfall. And and tell me if I'm wrong here, but forward is more about prevent like preventative services, meaning like being there with you more on the journey rather than just saying, oh, okay, you slipped and you're totally effed. Well, now you got to pay up. This is more like, hey, uh, let's make sure all of these things are going to be um, taken care of. And is it more of a supplement then to your to, to health insurance or how is this? Can you can you tell me through it? Can you walk me through it? Because I'm I'm real curious. I'll go into what for it is in a second, but I wanted to just pick up on a couple of the threads of what you had said earlier. Sure. The first thing is you were like, kids are always shitting on healthcare. I'm like, look, if you want someone to defend healthcare, it's not going to be me. No. Um, so I think that they're right to sort of push on a lot of the things that are wrong with healthcare today. The next thing you said was, uh, it seems like you know, basically, if something goes wrong, it's a game of Russian roulette where we're basically just hoping that we don't go broke. It's like I think some crazy number, like a third of um, uh, of bankruptcy in the United States is driven by some sort of a medical bill and it's like that's pretty bad like that's a yeah. system that is really not working for us um and then the last thing that i wanted to sort of touch on quickly um was you'd mentioned this idea of trying to be proactive um and i think that you know i would imagine that like a bunch of your community spend so much of their lives trying to think about how they can be proactive about improving their lives improving their bodies improving their minds and yet we have a healthcare system that basically just waits for us to break down we literally wait until something happens and then it jumps into action once there's a billing code they can get from you and tries to sort of salvage whatever has happened from there. And from that perspective, um, it just doesn't fit with anything else that we do in our lives. We try, we try to make the best version of ourselves by getting in front of the issues that matter. And that's not how healthcare works today. But okay, but it proved to me a couple of things. One, this is creating this type of um, change is going to be slow. It's the oil tanker, right? Because you're not just going to be able, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of money wrapped up in 
in the insurance industry. And they, what they don't want is somebody coming in or a group coming in and busting it open, taking that money from them. And that's because that's what I feel like it's kind of like the same with the internal combustion engine, right? Like they don't want it to change. So yeah. you do what you can to keep out these, these new, uh, the, the, these people with ideas that can actually help. And in one of the interviews I just watched you and I thought it was a really good way to put it. Your thing was, Hey, the product's broken or like, we, you know, we have all this technology. Now we built this healthcare system before that. So why are we trying to like shoehorn it into that rather than step back and try to like create something better, right? Which is what you're doing. So forward is a national technology company. We're building insurance free healthcare um, from the ground up. And so the way that we do that is we try to combine the best of amazing doctors with advanced technology. And then we use that to create personalized data-driven proactive healthcare, a bunch of the things you've already mentioned, Zach. Mm -hmm. And the goal is, and you kind of see it on this page right up here. It's like the goal is to be the world's first long-term doctor. So what that means is tactically, we have dozens of doctor's offices around the United States um, and we're rapidly expanding, we're adding more as we go. Um, we have doctors and nurses and other care providers who are uh, constantly pairing with technology to help get in front of the health issues that really matter for each of you as individuals, not generically, like what matters for you, Zach, specifically. Right. And then we basically, the last thing I'll say is like, like expensive and effective healthcare is clearly a problem here in the United States. And you and I have gone back and forth on that a little bit already, but it's, it's a global crisis. Like right. there are massive issues around the entire world. And so the mission for our company longer term, and this is where I would say, you're right, we will have to be patient is we want to build the world's best healthcare for billions of people for free. So that's the thing that motivates and inspires us to work on this problem. Um, I'm happy to jump a bit into the technology piece and, and kind of what I think about the product, but you tell me where you want to go with this. Yeah, I, well, I mean, these are all things that I, I wanted to cover anyway. So I'm really not in any type of like, whatever the structure is, like I know what I, what I want to ask because, you know, I was looking at, because at first I'm like, okay, I'm looking at, you know, the website and I'm looking at all these, it, it looks like there's, as I said, it's, it's very tech savvy, right? Like there's a lot of tech you're going in and you're getting all this stuff done there it's all going to be compiled, I'm assuming, to where you have access to it. And is it going to link up with a lot of my other, you know, things that are already tracking my health, like my Apple Health, my Aura Ring, my Whoop, my whatever. There's a billion things, but I feel like they're all over the place. And I'm, I fucking hate that. I want it all now because I want to know what's going on. And again, I got labs done not too long ago because I've been going, I'm, I'm about to turn 40. I'm tired all the time. I don't know if it's my testosterone. I don't know if I'm just a bitter old man, but here's the thing. I went there, got them done months. A month goes by. I go, Jesus, what the hell? I never heard from him. Oh, well you didn't, you didn't uh, log into your portal. I'm like, dude, I just spent, I just spent like 600 bucks on this and you're telling me you can't even help me. Like, and then they wouldn't even walk me through it. Like I'm looking at this. It looks like hieroglyphics and I'm just like, dude, there's gotta be a better way to do it. And totally. it seems like that's exactly what this is. Here's our options right now, right? And I do want to circle back to the tech, but I say, you know what, dude, this is for me. I think I want to try this. I can go buck 50 a month or I could go about 17 for the annual right now. Plus you get your free month there. So I sign up, uh, probably fill out some stuff, who I am, blah, blah, blah. But then is it just like any other thing? I can sign up for a doctor's uh, visit, go do it in, in that pretty freaking sweet looking office that I've, I've been seeing and that's it. Yeah, well, I can give you a sense of how it would work as, uh, as a, like from your perspective, say you did exactly what you said, you signed up for forward. And basically what would happen is you uh, schedule a visit to come into one of our physical locations. So as we said, we've got around 25 of those around the country now. And so for that first visit, it's pretty different than a normal doctor's office visit, because typically you're going in and you're like, hey, I'm sick and I need your help. 
that's actually not why we want you to come into our doctor's office. We want right. you to come in to understand the state of your body right now. We call it a baseline. And so the idea of a baseline is, you know, you are pretty healthy right now. Like, let's actually find out the state of your body right now. And then we'll watch this as it evolves and changes over time. And so you come in and you can actually see an image right here. So you check yourself in um, uh, and it would show you exactly your playlist for that day. Here's what we're going to do together. You'd get onto a body scanner, which you can see pictured um, in the image that Zach has up on the screen right here. That body scanner in like three minutes gives you hundreds of data points about your body. So it can tell you things about your height, your weight, your uh, sort of like heart rate, heart rate variability. So we're getting a bunch of key measurements about your body in person. Um, all that information then flows into an exam room. And so you can actually see it kind of faintly in the background in the picture on the left-hand side. You talk with your doctor through this information and there's actually a huge screen in the background. So it's a big touch screen. Okay. And the reason is because we wanted to create essentially a shared surface where you and the doctor can talk through your health together. One of your key issues is you're like, hey, they just sent me a bunch of labs that look like they're hieroglyphics mm -hmm. and I have no idea how to get that information. I agree, I think that's crazy. So we built a shared surface where you can work through and talk through these cases together. So let's talk about the kinds of information that they would have. So one is they'd have all the data from that body scanner that you just were on for about three minutes previously. You mentioned, Zach, a constellation of devices in your life that are super important to you, but mm -hmm. that no doctor will talk about. Your yeah. whoop, your footprint, like all these other trackers. None of that data is in a normal doctor's office. We take it all, we pull it into that conversation. Another great example, you mentioned your labs and how frustrating that experience was. Yeah, normally what happens is some doctor's like, hey, I'm worried about your kidney function. And you're like, well, now I'm worried too. Like, let's talk about it. Yeah. And they say, I can't talk about it because I got to take your labs today. I'm going to mail them off to some centralized location. Wait a week. Assume you're fine unless I call you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a crazy experience. Like, you're not going to call me. I'm going to have to call you and chase this down. Or I'm not going to log into your portal that you created. And I'm going to like be worried that I never got my data back. And then even once we do get the data, it's going to just be some like incredibly hard to interpret piece of information. So forward was like, that's not good enough. Like we work for you, the end customer, not for some insurance company. So we built a lab in the back of our doctor's offices. We process the results during the first 12 minutes of the visit while you're talking about other topics. 12 minutes in, your data shows up on the screen and you talk about it live with your doctor. This, you know, that's kind of like an example of the first visit at forward. The goal of what you're doing in the exam room is you're trying to create plans. So we're basically taking all this data, we're having a conversation with you about what we want to work on, what we think are the most important things. Another great factor, by the way, Zach, is like, we should know your genetic uh, predisposition for a bunch of different risks. We sequence your genome, we look at all that data, and we try to predict your future, not asking how all well your relatives died. We predict your future based on your genetic mutations and what they tell us about your probability of heart disease or cancer, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So the end result is we create a bunch of plans, and those are the things we're going to work on together. And frankly, after that first visit, most of what you do at Forward doesn't happen in a doctor's office. It happens on your phone. Like it happens in your day-to-day -day life because ultimately human health is not what happens sitting inside of a doctor's office for one day out of the entire year. It's what you do every other moment of your life. Yeah. And so we have these plans that are with you sort of supporting you and helping you make change along the way. Um, and that's how we get amazing results from these different programs that we help put people on to work on the things that actually matter to them. And I'm looking at these pictures. I'm guessing that this isn't like some set. I'm guessing this is exactly or something similar to what I'd see, which is nice, clean, like almost as weird as it sounds, even though it shouldn't at this point, almost like futuristic. I don't know. Why are we so behind, man? Like, why is it like, and I'm glad that someone is, you know, working to change it, um, especially yeah. because uh, I know that you've had the chops. I know you worked at... Um, Google on special projects um, among many other places. So what, what is, 
why are we so behind? Is it just, is it a money thing? Is it a greed thing? Is it people don't, or people don't want us to be healthy? I'd say two things. One, I, I mostly want to talk about your question of why are we behind, but it's funny you said the word futuristic because I've probably shown 2000 people forward at this point. Like it's some crazy number uh, after six years of working on this. And the thing, so, and remember, most of them have literally watched a video of Ford already. They're like, yeah, I'm here because I think this video was really amazing. I think Ford looks like awesome. They still tell me the same two things every time after I show them the product. It's pretty wild. They say, this feels like I'm in the future and it's incredibly obvious. And I'm like, cool. Like that's the, that's the best thing I could ask for. It's like, I just want it to feel like something that you would aspire to, that you imagine the world should look like someday. And that also seems obvious. It's not something that makes you uncomfortable. It's not something that makes you feel like off put. You're like, yeah, this is really obvious. Why is this system so wrong? Why are we so far behind? As you can imagine, I asked myself the same question six and a half years ago when we started this thing. And the two things that are the most obvious to me, the two sort of huge reasons that we've ended up where we have is that healthcare is the wrong product and healthcare has the wrong incentives. And so uh, let's kind of touch on each of those in turn. In terms of the wrong product, like the thing that I found most helpful and most interesting was this simple thought experiment. It's basically an accident of human history that we invented a doctor before a computer. And it's like, obviously, like I studied liberal arts, I actually know why it happened in that order. But in the grand scheme of human history, this is nothing. This is a vanishing instant. And yet this doctor coming before a computer means we actually built the whole system wrong. Right. Because if you think about it, it's based on this lie, this idea that a single doctor is somehow going to sit at the center of an, a constellation of all the other humans in the world and keep them healthy. And when you say it that way, it starts to sound crazy. It's like, well, humans are awesome at some things, but we also have fundamental limitations. Mm -hmm. So just imagine for a second, you're the doctor and you'll see why I say the product of healthcare is wrong. It's not your fault. Every amazing human who's ever lived is wrong as a building block for healthcare. You can't be with every human in the world at once. And that's a massive problem. You can't see inside of my body. That's another huge issue. You can't see how I live my life when I'm not sitting right in front of you in a doctor's office. And even if I somehow magically got you all that data about how you eat and sleep and exercise and love, good luck, because you don't have the compute to handle it. It's a massive data science problem. And even if I solve all of those issues, you're still expensive and you don't scale. Every human who has ever lived is actually entirely wrong as a building block for healthcare. So I, list, I listed all those things as I was thinking about healthcare and why it was built the way that it was. It's like, that's actually crazy. Like we sit here and debate dumb things like whether or not someday we'll book our appointment from our phones. I'm like, that's missing the point entirely. I just described a system that's so wrong, it's irredeemable. We need to rebuild this entire system as though we'd known computers were coming. And so that's kind of what I mean when I say I think that the product of healthcare is wrong. Basically, healthcare today is a labor service and someday it will be a technology product. And if you can facilitate that transition, you have a chance to solve all those issues we just described about you or me or anybody else as a doctor. It can be incredibly high quality. It can be far more affordable than it is today. And it could scale to serve the entire world in a way that a very rare, smart human being just can't. Again, when you're going around trying to explain to people why this is so messed up and how it can be, basically you break it to fix it and you, you create something new and you build something better. But yeah, I could just see like, how many folks, when you, especially when you first started talking about this, were like, just looked at you like, what? Like, dude, what are you, nuts? <laughs> yes, that was a fairly common reaction. But usually it's a sign that you're onto something at least interesting, if not correct. And look, I mean, you said this sounds like it's not the first time I've answered the question. It's not, right? The very first thing I did on the very first day of Forward was ask, why is this thing so broken? And I'm not going to work on something unless I think I have high conviction that there's a chance this is my life's work. There's a chance that I could build something really good and really meaningful and really impactful for humanity. And so, yeah, I thought about this a ton and I have every day for six and a half years, 
because that's the only way you can get conviction to say when somebody looks at you and says, that sounds a little crazy. They're like, yeah, but I've thought this through and I have pretty high conviction. This is what the world will look like someday. Now let's ask, how do we get started? Because ultimately, I think this idea that the world will look massively better someday if you can combine the best of humans and technology is actually fairly obvious. So then you just have to ask yourself, how do you get started? And that's where you come back to this idea that, okay, if you want to get started and really go try to build a healthcare system for the entire world with amazing quality that is free, you've got to take on some of the big issues in healthcare today. And one of them is the incentive structure of healthcare is fundamentally broken. And so this is where I look at an insurance-based healthcare system and say, I can basically trace every issue in healthcare back to the fact that insurance does not care if you die of a heart attack someday. Like yeah. if you think about it, your insurance company has inserted itself into the middle of one of the most intimate systems in humanity, right? Our health, our health. And really it's an accident of history that they even ended up there. But this insurance company has inserted itself into the middle of our system. They're the ones playing doctor in your day-to-day -day life. They're the ones deciding what gets reimbursed and what doesn't. They are ultimately dictating how your doctor treats you. And so I'm like, all right, well, that sounds pretty bad because if you really play this out, that insurance company doesn't care if you die of a heart attack someday. And that sounds kind of aggressive to say, but it's true because if you think about it, the insurance company is correct from their perspective. They're sitting there saying, well, on average, you stay with an insurance company for about two and a half years in the United States. You stay with your job for about two and a half years. Your insurance is usually tied to your job. So I assume I'm gonna have you for about two and a half years. I do agree you're gonna die of a heart attack or cancer someday. That's statistically likely, but it's not gonna happen in two years. It's gonna happen in 25 years. And so that insurance company is like, I literally do not care about preventing your heart attack. I'm here to rake in my premiums, make my money off of you in the short term. I'm gonna kick the can down the road on all the things that matter. And instead, I'm gonna distract you on the unimportant. I'm gonna to talk to you about your rash or your cold. I'm gonna say, come in and get a flu shot this year. Who's the last person you know that died of the flu? Like most people don't know anybody. I know tons of people who've died of cancer and of heart disease, and yet they never ask you to like sequence your genome. This insurance-based system doesn't ask you to massively change your diet or change how you exercise or sleep or how you manage your stress. They don't ask you to work on the things that actually matter because they don't care. Yeah. And as soon as I realized that, I was like, wow, I think the product of healthcare is wrong and we talked about that, but it's clear that the business model is too. We need to cut the ties with insurance and build an insurance-free healthcare system. And if you do that, so the way that you do that is you say, I want Zach to pay me directly or anybody else who's in our chat room right now. I want you to pay me directly and we live or die on whether or not we build an amazing product. I don't want some insurance middleman telling me what to do. I want to build an amazing product. And if we build a great one, we live. And if we build a bad one, we die. That's how you would build a truly great product over decades is by cutting out insurance and working directly for you. What were some of the major hurdles um, either that you have been able to overcome or that you are still trying to overcome? Like I'm trying to understand why and how this process goes about because I've never obviously never done something of this scale. This is massive. And it really, as you said, it can, if it's, if it catches and it works the way you're, you're envisioning, it is going to be a huge game changer, but to get there, it seems like obviously, as you said, it's a marathon, not the sprint. So I'm curious where those pitfalls were and what you've done to overcome them to now. Yeah, totally. I would say two things. One, um, startups kind of suck. So like, you're not going to sugarcoat like, Oh, it's all been roses. They're really hard. They're like actually, pretty miserable, um, but they are incredibly fulfilling. And so uh, the, the challenges, as I see it, there's two big challenges you have to take on if you really are trying to play for, um, you know, a system that can serve the entire world for free someday. That is a very big long-term mission. And I'm like, okay, if that's the case, 
find my biggest risks I can imagine and just put them right at the front and hope that we can outrun them. So the biggest risks, the biggest challenges over the last six years are, can you go what's called full stack? So um, what full stack means is we literally hire doctors, we hire nurses, we build hardware, we build software, we build you know beautiful front end interfaces like the one you can see on that smart screen or on the body scanner. Mm -hmm. We also build backends. We literally build the entire electronic medical record from scratch. We do machine learning over all of it. It's a, a huge amount of execution. And the most likely scenario when you say in year, you know, day one of your company, I have no money, I have no employees, and I have no time, but I'm gonna go full stack, the most likely answer is that's gonna kill you because it's just so much execution. But if you can outrun the infant mortality, if you just say, stop complaining, start shipping, and just try to make it happen. So in one year, we went from nothing to launching the very first version of that doctor's office you can see on this page. And it's like, well, that's pretty amazing execution to be able to outrun that risk initially. And if you can get full stack working on your side, it is actually incredibly powerful. It's incredibly helpful. So that's one huge risk we knowingly took on. And I think we've actually shown we are not going to go down because of full stack at this point. It's making us faster and better every day. The other huge risk is you have to take on the incentive structure of healthcare and see if you can build a product good enough that some people, not a billion people, I'm saying I want to serve the entire world. I just need some people to pay me $149 a month. I need to earn the right to get them to join forward and to stay with forward in exchange for proving that we can actually get this business model to work at the very beginning. And if we can, if we can get some people to pay us, that's a massive step towards this vision. Because remember, I'm arguing that as you go from a labor service to a technology product, this will get cheaper. This will get more scalable. This will get higher quality. You just need to start to let these uh, technological tools play their role in this system and increase um, the quality of the cost or reduce the cost and improve the access of healthcare. You just need to get that first move to work. So that's another huge risk we took on. And it looks like we'll be able to do it. Like there's no guarantees in a startup. There's no guarantees in business in general, but especially in a startup. But the fact that we have 25 locations around the country gives you a sense like there's something real here. Even the first and what I would call the worst version of our product we'll ever have is already a real product. And it's one that shows people are really excited about the idea of an insurance-free system that works for them and is a long-term doctor, not one focused on the short-term trivialities of the day. And uh, I know we had a, we had a question before that I wanted to ask because uh, this, this person is always yeah. chiming in. And I, I want to. It was about men, it was about mental health care. Um, is that yeah. something that's that's done with forward as well? Um, in terms, say, if it's anxiety or or whatever, people that have issues that they they want to overcome or deal with, is that something that forward would be able to help them with, or is that still something that they are now kind of using? like an older system or maybe it's telehealth or whatever, like what, what, what is it that it does mm -hmm. for that area? So yeah, mental health is incredibly important. Um, obviously you can't live, uh, have a healthy body or a healthy life without sort of tackling that. So what I think they're asking in addition to, can I help you with mental health, which the answer is yes, we have uh, ways to understand and track your sort of symptoms of uh, depression and anxiety over time. Um, yes, we can help you with that. But I think they're also asking, like, might you get anxious about your health by knowing what's coming next, if I were to understand the question uh, correctly on, on the chat here. And what I would say is, if I just gave you um, some data and said, hey, here's a screen that tells you you have a 32% of having heart disease someday, you will probably be very anxious and you'd be correct to be anxious. That's why it's so important to ask what is the best of humans plus technology, because technology alone might give you a cold sort of calculated sort of understanding of what might come next. But you're having this conversation with a doctor in the room and they're helping you interpret it and understand what matters and what doesn't. They're helping say, this is what we can do to actually help address that issue. 
And so I think that the humanity of these amazing doctors is actually very important to helping um, help someone feel less anxious in those moments, even if they're starting to learn about their future and how that might unfold. And the last thing that I would say is if I said, here's an issue that you're going to have and there's nothing you could do about it, you should also be anxious and more concerned. I think ultimately that's how healthcare works today is it's often just sort of dropping bad news and then saying, I'll see you in a year and we'll hope you're making progress. That's not how forward works. Yeah. I'm going to be with you every single day trying to help you make progress on the things that matter to avoid these issues downstream. So I think the question about like, might this induce anxiety is a very good question to ask. We constantly design around that constraint saying we're never going to do that to somebody. We're going to constantly tell them, here's what we can do to work on this together to help you live like the best version of your life. I have, a, I go to a bunch of different, different doctors, different places, and none of them ever get in touch with me. Um, yeah. None of them ever connect. Like they, I don't know what even I'm doing there half the time. I forget. So the fact, and that's because I don't have it where I can access it all at once. And I feel like that's what this is a huge, uh, a huge step forward for lack of a better word. Shit. I could have come up with something better. I'm sure. But, uh, no, you, do it. you got my name right in there at the end. Thank the you. The pun wasn't intended. I swear to God. But, uh, look, man, I really appreciate <laughs> I you coming to hang out. I, I, I do appreciate your time. Um, it's so gracious with your time. And I, I'm, I am going to pester you to come back again. And uh, I, I really just enjoyed learning about this. And I, I think our, our readers, knowing some of the, you know, the mail I get about this type of thing, uh, they're going to be excited to read, to read it and to, to see some of these clips.